Broadcasting. Broadcasting. From the Associated Credit Union of Texas Studios. Sports Talk. This is my manly voice. Sports. Wildcard Sports. FinalDraftRadio.com. What is up? Welcome on in. This is Wildcard Sports. You're listening live on Vinyl Draft Radio. I'm your host, as always, Will. Joined by my awesome friend, Steven. Steven, thank you again for coming on. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Of course, yeah. It's just me and Steven today. Trina, working hard for the Rockets. I think, uh, as we discussed last week, she wasn't on. She was trying to get that uh, Jimmy Butler uh, trade through for the Rockets. So, (laughs) (laughs) hopefully she'll uh, have some good news for us by the end of the day. Chuck, as well, is gone. But uh, hopefully we'll have him back on next week. Yeah. But we're going to have a great show today, of course. Kind of a little bit into the dog days, I'd say, a little bit. Now, baseball playoffs are done. Getting in the midway point of the NFL season. Uh, as well, uh, NBA season's kicking off, but that being said, we still got a lot to discuss. Texans a had lot. a huge, huge trade. Well, I say huge. We kind of talked about it last <laughs> week. We'll, we'll get yeah. into that, see how that goes. Uh, as well, got some other NFL news, a lot of trades. What is going on with the Packers? My goodness. I uh, I did not see that coming, um, but hey, I mean... Defense wins championships, yeah. man. You, I mean, you can pay Rodgers as much as you want to pay him, but at the end of the day, man, when he usually loses, he's not mm. on the field. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, the thing I feel like the Packers are doing at this point, we'll, we'll discuss it in depth a little bit later, but, man, it just seems like they're like, well, we got Aaron Rodgers. We don't need anything else. Let's just trust in him. Oh, it's man. a terribly run franchise. If it wasn't for Aaron Rodgers, they would be. I would think they would be like the Browns of the NFL. They're run by the people, right? <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. That I guess that's uh, that's true. So, people of Green Bay, get your, get your stuff together. I mean, yeah. come on. On now Aaron Rodgers is in his prime but uh, we'll discuss that a, later, a little bit later on of course as we said the NBA season has kicked off uh, Rockets actually dropped uh, la- uh, dropped their game against the Clippers last Friday 133-113 followed that up with a 104-85 loss against the Blazers on Wednesday to drop to 1-5 on the season after a franchise record 66 wins last year now the Rockets are 1-5 uh, Mike D'Antoni said after the game that the Rockets have officially lost their swagger. Mm-hmm. Steven, is it time? Is it time to give up on the Rockets? Is it time to give up on the Mellow experiment? I don't think it's time. The team hasn't – hasn't. you've seen, what, one full game. Uh, you still got some guys that they wanted to be key pieces that were injured that's, com- that's coming back as well mm-hmm. with Harden. Uh, Harden returns next week, right? Yeah, he should be next yeah. week. Uh, so, he's uh, doubtful to return today. I, I wanna, I'm, I'm kind of – I need to see All-Star. All-Star break around that time, that lets you know really what the team is. Because if you think about it, the Cavs, I mean, now granted, they were playing with LeBron, but yeah. hey, we got the MVP of last year. That is true. Uh, the Cavs had a slump in the beginning mm-hmm. last year, uh, and then they bounced back. I mean, the team has to find itself. They lost a key person uh, who ran the defense. The the guy who ran the defense last year mm-hmm. is gone. So that's a big loss. And Absolutely. you got to find out who you are. Uh, get back on the court. You lost a starter in Ariza, so you got to fill that gap. There's things they got to do. Mm-hmm. People got paid, so you know yeah. they're a little hungry. You yeah, know? It's true. I don't, it's care true. How, I don't care how hungry you are, but when you've already eaten, you can't mm-hmm. eat anymore. So they got those contracts. Now they kind of just got to relax and get back on the court and get back to business. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm with you to a certain extent on that one. I mean, I don't think that this is indicative of the of the team that they're going to be for the rest of the year. I don't expect them, okay. of course, to you know start off 2-10 and 10 or miss the playoffs or anything. Right. That being said, I mean, 
they did lose, you know, you touched upon it, Trevor Reza and Luke Mbawamute. They lost their two best perimeter defenders. They replaced him with Carmelo Anthony. And at this point, you know, I guess with Carmelo, I, you know, I was big. I was a big proponent of it uh, for it in the beginning. But Melo just does not seem to fit with this team right now. He's still taking those long jumpers. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I know you want to give him time on this one, but I don't know. At this point, I don't want to say he's a cancer. And I know all things take time to work out on that. Right. But... That being said, there's a long way to go for Melo to look like he needs to or look looks to fit into this offense at least cuz I really at this point I am not I'm really not pleased with what I've seen from Melo so far and I don't know. I mean, I would uh, so far I mean, do you think this is something that he can turn around? Can he can he adapt well, to this how Rockets much offense? How more do you expect out of him? The number one guy is not on the court. Mm-hmm. So, uh, any team that the number one guy is gone, you got an aging star I mean, he's putting up points. That's really all you want. You're not expecting. But how to come efficiently in. though? He hasn't put up a whole lot of numbers efficiently. But though. I mean, they're losing by twenty. They're losing yeah. by twenty five. So there's not much more he could do to really help the team win. I want to see him on the court with Harden, mm-hmm. where he's not the he's not expected to do much. Yeah. But when he puts in fifteen and twenty, it's it's an it's a help compared to. You know, Harden's going 30. You know, Chris Paul's got his 25 going. I want him to be uh, right under Air Gordon. That's what I'm expecting from him. So I think the expectations are too high for Melo because we're thinking Melo from Denver. Yeah. And you're not getting that Melo. Melo wants that Melo, but he can't get him. Fair. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's true. And, I, and I'll give you that. But the fact is, the way, the the so far, and I know we are hurt, you know, of course, James Harden has been out. Chris Paul was suspended for a couple games. Mm-hmm. So that's going to cr- increase uh, Melo or increase what they asked Melo to get or to do for them. That being said, I mean, you see him out there with the starters, and you know, I was actually at the game watching him against the Trailblazers. With him and Chris Paul on the court at the same time, I, they just seem lost. And I think if this is going to work, I think Melo has to be off the bench, and I'm just not sure how he fits in with Harden and Paul in the lineup. Now, that being said, when Harden gets back, mm-hmm. Harden is fantastic at getting guys involved and really getting them going. So, you know, it's going to be interesting, but I just don't see Melo as a, as a you know, uh, a catch-and-shoot kind of guy. He's a guy that creates his own offense, mm-hmm. and I'm just not sure how that fits in right now, or at least right now it's not fitting in at all between Chris Paul and James Harden. But that being said, you're right. I mean, there is time. You, you know, you do have to give it time. It's only six games in. But, I mean, is there any panic from you whatsoever? No panic. And let's see who they're losing to. I mean, they're losing to playoff teams with the exception True. of the Clippers. But even with James, Hart, James Harden last year, yeah. the Clippers gave him trouble. Yeah, Clippers. I mean, yeah, every absolutely. time he, they want to play Chris Paul, they're playing like their best ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm looking at now Montrez Harrell. They should have kept and sent by <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh on that trade. But um, I just think everybody they've lost to are, are, are teams that we knew that were going to be good. With the exception of the Clippers, so I'm not I'm not too worried about it, just because of the fact that you don't have your best player. So yeah. when you don't have your best player, I mean, there's only so much you can expect. The guys are gonna they're trying probably trying some new things. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going out there even really expecting to win because they're playing against top talent. Now, if they start losing to you know the worst teams in the league, Brooklyn without, tonight, <laughs> yeah, Brooklyn by 20. Now, okay, we can we can probably talk, but I still got to see Harden on the court. Fair enough, fair enough. And yeah, and I mean that that is a big piece of it. But one thing that I've noticed that I think, of course, if you expect this Rockets team to make any type of run in the in the playoffs. Um, you know, I'm not actually sure what's going on with Nene, but that being said, mm-hmm. outside of Clint Capella, he's old. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, at power forward, the Rockets have no size whatsoever, and they are getting dominated on the inside mm-hmm. as far as that goes. And you look at some of the teams that are back in the mix as far as playoff hunts. You look at the right. Nuggets. The Nuggets are seven and one. Yes. Best player Jokic, I think Jovic is his name. Uh, their center, who's almost averaging a triple double. 
I mean, there is a lot of size in the West, and the Rockets, I think, are going to have to make some type of move to get better, to get bigger at least. And I know D'Antoni loves to run with that small lineup, but that being said, if they don't get some size in there, they're going to have no. I just don't think they're going to have any chance in the playoffs against some of these bigger, uh, bigger Western Conference teams. Well, the problem with it is, is you got to trust the system that he's done for 20 plus years mm-hmm. so you, you you really can't change anything you got to stick what's working but you know you got to get healthy you got to get more efficient and I think that's I mean that that kills the size game because yeah. he's he's done it before with those Suns teams where they weren't big and they were big teams they went up against and you can kind of question some some uh some you know uh, suspensions that happen against the Spurs, and we may be looking yeah. at D'Antoni getting his ring. That's true. So, I mean, um, you know, it's 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 tough right now because you're looking at all these guys and you're like, oh, man, well, you know what? That's work. Let's copy off that homework. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't. You have a system in place. You have players that fit the system. You can't just change it, um, you know, after the first couple of games. Think about it when the Rockets got rid of – rid of their coach in the first seven games you know we had a terrible season so I'm not saying obviously fire him but I'm saying don't change the system I think the guys got to come back healthy they got to get back efficient we got to get the MVP back oh yeah and and that's gonna that's gonna put them back where they need to be they're definitely a playoff team I I don't see them as the number one anymore because I mean come on 52 points (laughs) yeah 52 points uh, from a guy that we knew he's done it before Mm -hmm. I mean that team is just the Warriors, and they yeah. cheered him on. He was breaking his teammates' record. They yeah. just gave him the ball. Yeah, like, yeah. come on now. Yeah, Clay Thompson going off. What was he? Fourteen to twenty-four from three-point range. Unbelievable. That team is just unbelievable. I'm ready for them to disband. Man, I'm telling you, watching that game, I found out the way to beat the Warriors. How's that? You got to get one of them. Got to either get hurt or they got to go to another team. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> You're not. Oh my them. goodness. Yeah. No. They. I mean, it, it's so true though, and it's so sad because you know we talk about the NBA. You know, is it sad? Yeah. We've how many come on man growing up how many different dynasties can you count off the top of your head there were, I mean you're when right, the Spurs you're, you're were right. winning we're in the middle when the of Bulls it. were winning uh you know when no, the, there when was the nothing heat this had, dominant when though. the heat had uh, is it is yes, it, is it? this this Warriors team. Oh, oh my goodness! When they hit six rings, then we can talk. Okay, well, okay, outside, six, we okay, outside of maybe Jordan's Bulls, yeah, but they're they're maybe on the same. I level mean, you as look that. at or, Duncan, uh, Duncan five, Kobe five. They're just hit there, three. There were there were a lot of gaps in between it. What the the Spurs? They won the first one with David Robinson. What ninety nine two thousand? Mm-hmm. Uh, they won the other one two thousand two. There was there was gaps but in between I, I their guarantee, championships. I guarantee someone's gonna leave. Dr- Draymond Green already oh, yeah, talked yeah. about. He's going to be active in free agency. People forget that guy is the glue. I mean, if if Mm -hmm. he was not suspended, then we're looking at LeBron is not getting that ring for Cleveland. Sorry, Cleveland, if you're listening, you're not getting that ring if Draymond was not on the court. It is that's true. I'll give you that. These guys are businessmen now, and they're I mean, they got their rings. Mm -hmm. They got as much as they're going to get. I mean, that lemon has been squeezed. I think this is the last year you're seeing the big four. Okay. And then they're gonna disband. I mean, they're not gonna keep. They're already not gonna keep Boogie Cousins. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't. I'm with you. I don't see them keeping everybody. That being said, I, I think a lot of these guys love playing on the Warriors. Now they are businessmen to a certain extent. Okay, so let me ask you this: uh, mm-hmm. Who is more important? If they have their option of the two players, who would you keep as the Warriors between Draymond Green and Clay Thompson? You know, Draymond Green is that catalyst, that glue guy that you talk about. But that being said, Clay Thompson can go out there and single handedly win you games. Uh. It's tough. The isn't only it? reason it's tough. why it's tough because in playoff ball, I don't see that from Clay. Clay is the Clay except is, for Game Six of that Western Conference Finals against the Thunder. I mean, that's that's true. He, but he went off. They got He's three. Went, they got three rings, and you, and you can only name one game. That okay? Yeah. I mean, that's so. I mean, but Draymond, I can tell you. I mean, man, it, it's just something that he does. 
I mean, besides kicking people in the ball, <laughs> the stuff that he does out there, man. Uh, I saw this guy coaching up, coaching up Kevin Durant. Yeah. So I mean, this guy's the second best player in the world. I mean, and he's he's giving him advice. He's just yeah, he's he's coaching him up. Mm-hmm. Clay Thompson. I mean, at this point, I think you can go get another score. Yeah. Now he he's his defense. I don't think you can replace that, but I think there's things you can do that can replace it. Not on both ends. Yeah. So I think, uh, I think Draymond, man, I, I really do. I yeah. mean, and the last guy that that gave up on Draymond got fired <laughs> with Mark Jackson. So oh yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. That's you're right. He got you're fired, right. man. Yeah. He didn't want to start him. Yeah. You know, you're, I think you're right about that. And I think as a pure NBA fan, I want to see that because I think if Clay Thompson leaves, you I know, wanted where, to you, see him at LA before that's LeBron what, got that, there. Exactly. I wanted to see him there. With, Clay Thompson with and LeBron coach. and LeBron in Los Angeles. Luke Walton. That's dangerous. That's it a is. dangerous team right there. And then you talk about it. Uh, you know, Jimmy Butler is another possibility that might go there. Uh, that being said, of course, we've got a little bit of time left before we go to a break. Uh, Jordan Butler, I mean, Jordan Butler, Jimmy Butler, <laughs> of course. The, the, yeah, there you go. The uh, Rockets trade uh, trade talks have renewed. Eric Gordon is now a must to be included with the I trade if it's going to have him. Jimmy, if if they're going to get Jimmy Butler, if you're the Rockets. How long does it take for you to push the button on and say, let's go through with oh, that man, trade? He's got to sign before he gets on that plane. Mm-hmm. He's got to sign a deal. You got you, you, Is he worth it, though, to give him a long-term contract? Well, you you're don't trying even know to, how you're it's going to work trade out. Away. You're, you're trading away everything to get him. Yeah. And, but honestly, I, like I said last week, I don't think he's a guy that can help you beat the Warriors. Yeah. So if he can't, then what's the point? Okay, fair enough. That's fair enough. I mean, you just you basically, I would just wait for them to disband. Yeah. <laughs> and then. Yeah, I, I'm kind of with you to a certain extent just because I don't think Jimmy Butler even coming in here this year, I'm not sure fix it doesn't it doesn't necessarily make the Rockets better than the Warriors. And that's what the goal is at the end of the day. So, well, that being said, of course, coming up here, we're going to talk a little bit about the Texans had a big trade this past week. Of course, going to be in action this week at the Broncos. Um, as well, a uh, couple uh, interesting uh, side notes in the NFL. A lot of trades happening. Talked about it before with the Packers. Going to dive into that as well. Another big NFL matchup, Rams, Saints. I'm going to get your predictions on that, and we'll do a little overreaction, oh, wow. not overreaction. But stay tuned. You're listening to Wild Card Sports on Vinyl Draft Radio. <laughs> Connect with Will and Trina on Facebook or go to VinylDraftRadio.com. Lori Coppett. A name you can trust. Lori Coppett. A branch manager with Prime Lending serving the Clear Lake area for over 28 years. Lori. Why are you saying it like that? Coppett. Helping hundreds of satisfied clients with their home loan needs. Lori. Seriously. Coppett. If you're purchasing, refinancing, or renovating your home, visit LCOPPOCK.com to get the professional service you need. MLS number 176-539, equal housing lender. Lori Coppett. No, for God's sake. I'm the son. And I love to make a hot mess out of your expensive hair color. And I'm Brenda Olivares of The Beauty Boss Show. Don't let the sun ruin your hair color. Reverse that brassy mess with IGK, Mixed Feelings Purple Toning Drops. Mixed Feelings turns any styling product, shampoo, or conditioner into a purple toner that cools your hot, brassy blonde. Mix the products and the drops together in your hands before applying. Mixed Feelings by IGK at your local salon. If your local salon doesn't currently have Mixed Feelings, let them know that they can order it from RDA Promart of Webster, Pasadena, Pearland, or Lake Jackson. Salons, ask for the Beauty Boss Special. When you purchase 10, you get one free. That's right. I said one free for back bar use. Uh, I'm having mixed feelings. 
Keith here from Papa John's. And the king of the Texas Renaissance Festival. And if you want to go to the festival, all you got to do is go buy any Papa John's pizza. Buy an adult ticket, and you'll get a kid's ticket for free. You can even get it online. We'll see you at the festival. Papa John's Houston. Huzzah! Listen or watch previous episodes in our audio and video archives. Just go to VinylDraftRadio.com. Just look for Wild Card Sports with Will and Trina. What is up? Welcome back on in. This is Wild Card Sports. You're listening live on Vinyl Draft Radio. I always say this every week. This is my favorite hour of the week. Get a whole hour to talk about sports. Got my really good friend Steven in here. Steven, as always, thank you for joining me. Thanks awesome. for having me. Nothing, nothing better than this. Hey, man, this is like being back at work, man. It's I met true. Will. We, we just go back and forth from sports. Hey, man, who's, who's your top five? Who's yeah. your top five quarterback all time? Exactly. And this is what we did. And now we got and now we got an outlet to talk about it, uh, you know, of course, to the listeners out there. So thank you, everybody, for joining us. This is awesome. Uh, you know, we, we were talking about it going into the break. Of course, the Rockets off to a 1-5 start. Uh, a lot of disappointment there, but one team that's actually been exceeding expectations lately is those Houston Texans uh, have won five straight, of course, going to be at Denver this Sunday, but we kind of led up to it. Uh, big trade. Uh, uh, Texans actually traded for Demarius Thomas after Will Fuller suffered the season-ending ACL injury. Now, I kind of touched on it last week. Of course, Demarius Thomas was a trade target, or at least the guy that people were talking about as a trade target. Um, you guys had said that Emmanuel Sanders, you thought, fit a little bit better with the, mm-hmm. you know, with the team. Demarius Thomas has struggled with drops as of late, and of course, as you, of late, his whole career. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You're right. He really was. He was really most successful when he had the Hall of Fame or, or uh, Peyton Manning playing at a Hall of Fame level, of course. Of um, course. But that being said, I mean, th- I think this is a pretty good trade for the Texans. Like, they only gave up a fourth round pick. It's a big hole. They had a big hole, and it's now filled. But that being said, I mean, how do you feel about this Demarius Thomas team? Do you think that this uh, make is better is better than when they had with Will Fuller, or do you think they're right about where they were before? Well, one thing I was surprised that they made a move. Um, you know, they usually don't. Uh, I just I usually keep it in house. Yeah, they usually keep it in house. But I would have liked the speed guy. I, I mm-hmm. don't like it. I mean, I think for for what um, the opposite side of what we what we want for D Hop. I don't think he compliments him well. I think he's think he's you know slowing down. Mm-hmm. Um, really, never been an efficient route runner. He he's drops passes. Now he he does kind of match up with Fuller mm-hmm. on the drop side, but Fuller in, in his defense hadn't really dropped any passes yeah. since Oswaldo left. It's so, just a question of him staying on the field. Yeah, 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 just being healthy. So I mean, long term move. I mean, I don't. I guess you would move Fuller to the slot when he comes back. Yeah, uh, which I think that he'll thrive well in that. I just think if you're trying to win win a ring, I don't think he he was that guy to go get. Uh, the fourth round pick is not too bad, but then again, man, some of the the cream of the crop is in the third and fourth round, especially on the defensive side. So um, I, I'm, I'm I'm glad that they made a move and they were they were they they did something that they usually don't do. I just I wish they went a little bit more speed. Me personally, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I think you saw the the Broncos were are really really liking, of course, keeping Emmanuel Sanders at this point. He's really emerged, as, of course, as their best wide receiver in Denver. So yes, yes, it yes. probably was going to take a little bit more than a fourth round pick to to make the Broncos part with Emmanuel Sanders. Mm-hmm. That being said, I mean, I I'm a fan of it. You know, of course, as we talked about, he struggles with drops. Um, but at that, at the same time, I mean, I think he's going to add another element to this offense. He's on the downside. And I think the biggest thing that I'm looking at, you know, Demarius Thomas has always been a willing run defender as far as the or will, uh, willing run blocker. Run blocker yes. And you look at the last two weeks, the key to the Texans success has absolutely been the run. Blocking, yeah. yeah. Has been the outside blocking and the, the run game. Lamar Miller has 233 yards uh, on 40 carries, two touchdowns in the last two games. And that has been absolutely crucial in the Texans success. And I think for the Texans to be at their best, their run game has to be at their best. 
And I think Demarius Thomas is, I mean, is going to help that at least on the outside mm-hmm. a lot more than what you had with Will Fuller. Yeah, you lose the vertical threat that you had with Will Fuller, mm-hmm. but I think the Texans have a lot of faith in the guy Kiki Cutie. Um, now, another guy that's really struggled with, uh, you know, struggled Stand with health. Field, yeah. yeah, but you know, I, I when think he's on there, he's lighting it up exactly. Though. And I think I, I or, you know, I saw an article this past week that was talking about how the Texans have a lot of faith in Kiki Cutie to be their vertical threat down the field. Oh, so wow. okay. if they have another possession guy over the middle with Marius Thomas, another willing uh, run block. Uh, run, run blocker. I think that this is. I think the straight will be just fine as far as that goes, and I think it'll really help the Texans. There's two people out there that's happy about the Demarius Thomas trade: uh, Texans fans mm-hmm. and his fantasy owners. Yeah, that is true. That is true. <laughs> I, I mean, they, they're like, oh, because this guy has been non-existent this year. So, um, I mean, I'm hoping he can come here and, and light it up with a better quarterback. Obviously. Um, I don't have a lot of faith of him, but I'll be watching. I've been wrong before, so we'll we'll take a look and see. Yeah, yeah. Shout out another guy that's not happy about that. Shout out to my guy Tyler Tanner, one of my friends. He is, uh-huh. uh, yeah, he's a big Broncos fan, and uh, he is but, uh, he, he was should, not happy about that Demarius Thomas they, trade. They uh, were very optimistic about Cortland Sutton. Yes, that is true. Um, they, the they first wanted, round pick yeah, out of SMU. Yeah, so mm-hmm. they wanted him to get more time. So uh, I think Cortland Sutton fans or newly found fans and, and uh, owners are pretty happy to see him get more of that target share. But um, I mean, we'll we'll definitely see this week. We'll see who got the better end of the deal. That is true. Yeah, and of course, Demarius Thomas isn't going to have to travel far to be with his team. The game is going to be in Denver this week. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's a three twenty five game, if I'm not mistaken, uh, on Sunday. So it's going to be interesting. And the Texans have had a history of struggling in Denver. That being said, Denver has. I mean, I think they're three and five, and they are really struggling as of late. Case Keenum throwing a lot mm-hmm. of interceptions. Yes, but I'm sure Case is going to be fired up to face his former team in, in the Texans yeah. as well. Mile High is never yeah, well, an easy place to play. Well, we talked earlier this year i mentioned it was a revenge game we didn't think it was going to be for two sides Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's yeah it's definitely gonna be interesting as far as that goes but uh that being said uh do you have any concern for deshaun watson going into this game he's had the bruised lung lung the last few weeks uh when they played in jacksonville two weeks ago he actually had to take the bus they didn't want him to fly with high altitude he has been cleared to fly and Mm -hmm. he has been cleared to play but do you have any concern for watson for this game and really i guess for the rest of the year as far as his injuries go anytime you have something like that going on there's there's cause for concern i Mm -hmm. mean that that's not something to take lightly uh just for his health alone i mean he's a good kid i I hope he he can bounce bounce from that as far as the end game i think he's gonna struggle i mean some of the greats struggled there tom brady struggled there i mean you think about it and that defense is still nothing to play around with yeah yeah yeah. they're 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 gonna be chasing them out there so uh it's, it's gonna be a tough team a tough place to play um i hope for his health sake he does well i'm not too confident in it but then again you know hey i've been like i said i've been wrong before uh i like the kids i hope he does well going going out there absolutely yeah no i deshaun watson i i've loved him ever since he came to he came to the nfl you know he threw interceptions in college and that's always indicative of what you're going to do in the pros you're going to throw interceptions but the one thing that you can't measure anywhere is is the guy a winner and deshaun watson is absolutely a winner you look at his primetime games this guy's a winner. And I, I mean, he I, yeah. changed the whole dynamic of the team. Because I you remember, I think, the first couple of weeks I came on, I said, you know, I don't like them in primetime games. And, mm-hmm. and he's he's shown that he's a primetime guy. I mean, look, I mean, on college, he, he showed yeah. that early. Alabama so. twice. And twice. I mean, <laughs> lit him up both times, of yeah, course. Yes. Yeah, Could have had two wins easily against the best team and pretty much an NFL team in college. But, right, right. But, uh, yeah, no, of course, with Watson, yeah, the only concern, of course, is injuries. Had two ACL tears. But – 
he always kind of seems to come back strong. He had the bruised lung. He's been cleared. So, and as well, they've had 10 days to prepare. So, right. that's that's the one thing that the Texans have going for They him. may have went out there early. I don't know. But that would have been a smart move to go out there early and try, mm-hmm. to, try to get used to it. Yeah. And there's very, I mean, I haven't heard anything as far as that goes. But there's a very distinct possibility they may have done that. Mm-hmm. That being said, of course, I think the interesting matchup for this game, of course, is going to be the Texans offensive line versus that pass rush of Denver. Von Miller, of course, and Bradley Chubb. Bradley Chubb, I think, has already got seven and a half sacks on the year. He's yeah, really turned They're going to have to do something. Uh, one thing I, uh, that I will say about O'Brien is that he's very good at at trying to protect the guys that he has. He he doesn't leave them out. I mean, sometimes his talent over, overtakes the other talent. But I think he will he has something ready for him. I think he'll have some as far as schemes go to keep him upright. Yeah, I mean, I, I think so too as well. And, and the one encouraging sign is the Texans' offensive line has played absolutely fantastic the last two weeks. Going back to their game against Jacksonville, I think they gave up one sack and mm-hmm. only five quarterback hits. Uh, no sacks against Miami. No sacks against Miami, and I think they only had one quarterback hit. So uh, you you really look to you know the the tackle play has been fantastic. Julian Davenport, they've moved back to the left side. Yes. Uh, he's been playing really really well at tackle. But you know Denver's a different animal. You know of course Jacksonville has been struggling as of lately. Um, Miami has a guy by the name of Cameron Wake that's always of course a all pro uh, Pro Bowl talent. But that being said, this might be the toughest challenge for the Texans, at least so far, as far as defending that pass well, def- rush. Definitely tough as that linebacker. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that guy is still, you know, he's right up there mm-hmm. uh, with all the all the greats. So, I mean, so uh, that's gonna be the that's gonna be a very tough challenge for him. Trying yeah. to trying to keep him from getting back there. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's definitely gonna be one of those things, one of those matchups to watch. But I don't know. I, I feel confident for the Texans going into this game in Denver. They've got all the momentum. Denver is really struggling. Case Keenum cannot seem to, you know, go a game without throwing an interception. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think he's already surpassed by two or three interceptions, his total from last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and you look at the Texans' defense. Texans' defense is clicking on all cylinders. And you actually saw this past, uh, this past week, uh, Pro Football Focus, who is probably the most in-depth, analytical, uh, you know, statistic measuring website there is for football. They named Jonathan Joseph the October Player of the Month. The oh the player, yeah, the Player of the Month. <laughs> I know it's analytics like, got it. Analytics are wrong, then. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Not a fan of it. Well, that being said, of course he's got to be doing something right. Yeah, uh, yeah And I mean, yeah. of course, he's probably a product at this point of the rest of the defense. JJ Watts, uh, you know, really yeah. productive pass rush. But I don't know. I mean, I think that it, it, I guess let's go ahead and ask this. I mean, is this defense and with the production you get out of Sean Watson, is this team prepared to make a deep playoff run, especially now with the acquisition of Demarius Thomas? If they can get a home game, I mean, that's that's going to be very important. Some of these they places a game and a half lead and they'll yeah. probably will get a home game. Well, yeah, some of these places you do not want to go and play. Uh Kansas City being oh, yeah. one of them. Uh New England being definitely being one of them. Mm-hmm. Um I don't see Denver being a part of that, but Denver being one of them. Mm-hmm. You don't want to go play at these places. You want to be at home. You want to be comfortable. No travel. Uh, get 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 more time. Get more more in game time. Um, so uh, I think yeah, you, you want to get a home game, and I think they can go deep. It just depends on who they match up against. Matchups are everything. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's look at it as far as that goes because of course right now it looks like of course the Chiefs and the Patriots are going to be the one and two seed, or at least that's how it appears to be so far. And I don't really see that changing over the rest of the way um so i mean the texans what they're sitting at five and three um as well i think uh the pittsburgh steelers are first place in the afc in the afc north they have four four, they have four two and one baltimore was four and four and they play baltimore this week Mm -hmm. uh so they they have they have a couple of ties in that in that division but 
they they got the uh, the tiebreaker because they won they won the game. Yes. Well, so that being said, they're looking at a first round home matchup, and I know we're getting way ahead of ourselves. But mm. that being said, if they are able to continue to do what they're doing, uh, they will lock up, of course, that number probably three or four seed. That's probably going to put them in a matchup with either Baltimore or Los Angeles, the Chargers, of course. Man, that that team is. Chargers are clicking on all yeah. uh, cylinders right now. You know, Phillip Rivers might be having the best year of his career. And it's really overshadowed, of course, by Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, of course, that's really been uh, – the Chargers have been in overshadowed by the Chiefs. That being said, they're 5-2. and two. Phillip Rivers, again, might be playing the best ball of his career in that defense, uh, especially when they get Joey Bosa back. That defense is elite. That's the top five or top 10 probably top five defense so i mean either one of those matchups it's probably not ideal at least for the texans as far as that goes you know i think you you gotta take baltimore i think uh you gotta get to get to the quarterback i mean he's he's not he's not the most mobile guy Mm -hmm. get get to flacco uh put pressure on him they don't have a established run game where you look at at Los Angeles, they have all the things you need. You got an established run game. Yeah. You got you got the quarterback and you got the defense. I think Baltimore at this point they're kind of still leaning on that defense. You don't know what Flacco's going to show up. Yeah, um, I mean he doesn't. I don't think he has a big time deal coming up, so he won't play lights out like last time. Yeah, you are such. A, you're a Flacco hater though. You always have been. The guy's elite. You got to give it to He's him. He's not elite. Yes, he is. What makes him elite? Uh, uh, the eleven touchdowns, zero interceptions in the Super Bowl run. You he know had. what? If you were facing a hundred million dollar contract, you would go for eleven <laughs> touchdowns, zero interceptions. Oh my goodness! Come on, Get man. Out of here. A dead give the man right some respect. Give the man. Some I'm res- not giving him anything. As soon as they gave him money, they gave him respect and they gave him money, and the team's been been crap ever since oh my goodness well yeah okay they gave him money but they're still in the playoff hunt every single year and when he gets in the playoffs he performs that's a, all that's a, how much more can the, you ask the, for there's the, the certain things about franchises so the chiefs are not one of them sorry they're not one of the franchises yet yeah, uh-huh. but the patriots the steelers even the cowboys are there certain teams and certain franchises? Baltimore has became one of them because they've won two Super Bowls. That just making it to the playoffs and just having an okay record and just getting by is not good enough. It is Super Bowl or bust. And those four franchises, there's there's some more out there, but those four franchises are Super Bowl or bust franchises. So you can't just you you pay that guy. He has to be in the top five conversation every year. Can you honestly sit here and look me in my eye two <laughs> days from Sunday and tell me that Joe Flacco has been in the top five conversation ever since he got that contract? I, top any five, that, that, okay, t- any year, yeah. I think, I think, yeah. A couple years ago, he led the league as far as I think uh, attempts per throw. Uh, you know, he's a deep ball guy. But no, okay, I'm not going to say he's top five. But I still okay. think all time, all time, I consider him elite. All time. All time of what? All time. I'm just saying he's in the upper echelon. Of what? If a man goes 11 touchdowns, zero no, interceptions, no, 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 and no, wins no. a Super Bowl no. against a great defense in, in no. San Francisco, I, you, you're a hater. You are a hater on Joe Flacco. That is not a hater. Yes, that is. Man, please. Oh. I, look, you, you, would you put your bank account up on him? No, <laughs> you wouldn't. So he's not elite. When you say elite, you you are disrespecting Aaron, the, the two goats <laughs> that are playing this weekend and Aaron uh, Rodgers and Tom Brady. You cannot tell me that he can shine their shoes. Uh, okay. How many Super Bowl rings does Aaron Rodgers have? One. How many does Joe Flacco have? How many MVPs does, how does many, Aaron Rodgers how have? How many Super Bowls does Joe Flacco have? One. 
Thank you. How many MVPs? MVPs. How many MVPs? You still got to play the game. MVPs, that's up to people who aren't playing football. They decide that. The guys deciding who wins the Super Bowl. They so, okay, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh, you just said something very interesting. Who's the MVP this year? Who's the MVP? Not who Aaron, would you say? Neither one. Oh, no, who would you say? Oh, Patrick Mahomes. So, is that important to you? I mean, it's important to me because oh, I'm a Chiefs fan. You just answered my question. You just answered my question. I said it's important to me because right, I'm a Chiefs fan. there you go. And, and Joe Flacco has never been in consideration for an oh, MVP. Oh, man. Never. We have completely digressed on this one. That being said, okay, you talk about – you want to see – you want to see Joe Flacco or the Texans play as Joe Flacco or at least the Texans would I would like take it. Joe Flacco over uh, – and see, this is the thing. Oh, People don't, don't you, know this. Don't People you don't know say this about Philip Rivers. You can't stand Philip Rivers. Oh, my. You're one of the nicest guys i ever met. But you said if you saw Philip Rivers face-to-face, you would want to punch him. I'd punch him in the face. Absolutely. Okay. So you can't sit here and tell me that you're not just throwing this little crap story <laughs> for Joe Flacco because you can't stand Philip Rivers. I'm just saying if I'm the Texans, you look at Philip Rivers, a guy that's never even gotten past the AFC championship. Okay, here we go. Is Philip Rivers elite? Is Philip no. Rivers Okay, there you go. All right, fair oh. enough. If, oh, so you're, you're trying right. to throw a little, a little right. bait out yeah, there and see what's going to take I, it? I thought you were going to say if Philip Rivers was elite. But. Hey, look, I, I listen in the in the conversation as well as talk. I listen. So okay. I, I was listening All to right. that little bait All you right. try to All throw right. out well, there. Well, that being said, if, I, if I'm the Texans, of course – I, you know, Phil Rivers, of course, is having probably the best season of his career. Okay. Better I'll than Joe the, Flacco right now. Yeah, okay, but I'm saying as as a whole, if we're looking at the quarterback, not the rest of the team, I'd much rather face face Philip Rivers, a guy that has really struggled in the postseason all of his career, never even gotten past the AFC Championship game. Okay, let's let's look at let's look at the franchises. Number one, let's look at the coaching. So, you want to talk about elite and Hall of Fame? Joe Flacco has had that type of coach in Harbaugh. Right or wrong? Oh, no. Harbaugh, Harbaugh inherited an amazing defense, and he had a coach on the field in Ray Lewis, essentially. What has he done since Ray Lewis is gone? As a John, uh, John Harbaugh. He was forced and handcuffed to pay Joe no good Flacco. <laughs> And you, you lose all the rest of your talent. In the grand scheme of things, that contract, it was the most lucrative at the time. That being said, I mean, the way that we've seen these contracts going, Jimmy Garoppolo getting $138 million a year, I would venture to Jimmy say that's Garoppolo, a team-friendly Jimmy, contract Jimmy, at this Jimmy Garoppolo point. is a walking model. They gave him that for his smile. Oh, <laughs> that's literally goodness. what it was. And they hoped that he could do something. I mean, hey, we got something out of it, so I'm okay with it. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, that being said, of course, I, I don't think Phil, I, I don't think Phillip Rivers is a guy that you should be necessarily scared of in the playoffs. Joe uh, Flacco, on the other hand. Hey, he beat he, he beat Peyton Manning in a playoff game. Okay, so let me ask you this. who uh, Does Joe Flacco still have the potential to go 11 touchdowns, no interceptions, and win the Super Bowl? Would you bet, would you bet anything on it? I'm not asking if you would bet. I'm saying does he have the potential? No. No? No. For one, he does not have the receiving core that he had at the time. Oh, he had some. He had some guys that are Hall of Fame guys that he was throwing to at the time. The, I like little John Brown, but he's not Anquan Bolden. John Brown, Michael Crabtree. I mean, those are guys that can still go out there and produce. Michael Crabtree let let a guy take his chain. <laughs> I have nothing good to say about him. You don't let a guy take your chain without losing some games. <laughs> you see Chris Paul, he got spit on, he punched. And I don't even think that spit was on purpose, to oh, be honest, when yeah. I look back at the tape. Yeah, wow. He purposely snatched his chain. He can't even go back home. He had to move. I yeah. heard he had to move. Okay, all right, fair <laughs> enough. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, I mean, as far as the Texans go, I mean, of course, we've completely digressed because Joe Flacco is elite, and oh one of the, he's going to prove it. If You're Joe the Flacco, only person I ever met to say that. They don't even say that. Uh, at least Eli... They give, Eli's elite. 
the grand scheme of things, Eli, you you can't admit it. And I'll, uh, it's okay. You can't admit Eli's elite because you're a Patriots fan and he's your kryptonite. Oh man! But, Every time I see those stupid little New York Giant hats, I get so angry. <laughs> oh my goodness! But you talk about guys, and the reason I'm saying they're elite is not because of their regular season production. It's their playoff production. So, when they so get in you there. have to before you make that comment, you have to say something like, "Okay, he is an elite playoff contender." You cannot say elite. You just can't throw elite out there like he's just walking around everyday elite. I, I, oh, let me ask you this: Is he on your fantasy team? If he, well, that's different. That's not. How's that different? I, they score touchdowns. They score points. There's a difference between elite and fantasy. You got Mahomes on your fantasy team. You better believe that. All right, I do. He, yeah, you, if, you know if, I do. If, 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 if either one of those guys had one season like Mahomes is having right now, I would even I would just shut up and let you have that elite. But they got these guys are trash, man. Come on, <laughs> these guys. Are, Eli's trash at this point. I'll, I'll say that. He's I mean, they, past they his prime, are. But. There, there's there's tiers of quarterbacks. I mean, you got elite. You got you got above average, or you say superstar, okay? You say superstar, which like Matt Ryan's in that in that category. Matt Ryan's he's a putting superstar. Up the num- look at the oh numbers. Oh my goodness! He's putting no, up the numbers. Oh Matt Ryan is Are losing games. He's losing games on the bench. He's scoring the points. They're losing the field goals because the defense can't stop anybody. They lost two top defenders at, in, in the beginning of the season. How can you say that after you watched him? Watched hey, him man. give away that Super Bowl. <laughs> Maybe that's How what I'm saying. How can you say it. that Matt Maybe Ryan that's what is I'm elite? Saying. He didn't give it away. His coach gave it away. Oh, my God. How can you say that Matt Ryan is elite and not say that Joe okay, Flacco is elite? I will say, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me say this real quick. As a Patriots fan, so you know this is true. If they won that game and he got MVP. He's elite. He's elite. But they didn't win. But, no. Wait. Because he didn't throw – it wasn't like he threw an interception. I mean, they didn't run the ball and they didn't I kick the field I don't care. Goal. You're the quarterback. You single-handedly have control over the game. Say what you will. Yeah, okay, he might okay, not have okay, turned the ball okay. over. He's got control of the game. You cannot give away that lead. In the second half, yeah, and you're – oh, man, he's not a lead. I can't say that. If he wins the Super Bowl, then we can have the conversation. But after the 28-3, to uh, oh, man, that's hard, to, that's hard to come back from. Hey, man, you remember that game? That was a very good game. That was a very good that game. game. You, yeah. remember, you remember when, when I, the Patriots I do, came back? I, I remember. I, I, we I, were texting that game. That's right. I told you. I said Brady's got this at yeah. halftime. I yep. said he's got this. I was curled up on the, on the, on a recliner, man, like a like a sad schoolgirl. And then <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, it was a low part of my life, man. Yeah, twenty eight to three. Yeah, but no, never have faith in or never lose faith in Tom Brady. And then we had the that makes you elite. Uh, I have never watched a game and said Joe Flacco's gonna come back. He's got it. Just wait. I've never said that in my life. Oh, Not even man. on a video game when I'm the one controlling the game. I've never said that. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco's elite. He's at least he's at least an 85 rating on Madden. He has an elite paycheck. He's not an elite player. I, you keep saying that, but I mean his paycheck in the grand scheme of things now, at least with these new contracts, I'd venture to say it's team friendly. Okay, team friendly. I'd venture to say, yeah. Team friendly. Uh, you can do a lot of ventures. I don't. I wouldn't venture that way. <laughs> oh man. Well, I mean, we'll find out. I mean, he's got another guy behind him, Lamar Jackson, who I actually think has got some pro potential. So, you know, and I. Now that's some interesting to talk about. Yeah. Well, we'll so see. We'll see yeah. yeah, we'll we'll see what happens here. Of course, in the next little bit, just because you know, if the if the Ravens fail to get to the playoffs, which it looks like, I don't. know, I think this is a good Ravens team. I think they get to the playoffs. But if they don't, you know, you're you're so possibly they, looking to bump it out. I mean, let's look. Let's look at AFC. Who they're bumping out? Well, I mean, with the AFC, I mean, I mean there's I, a lot of three and like five Pittsburgh teams. It looks like Pittsburgh has got things on track. Yeah. Uh, so they they fixed they fixed their issue. You got Texans making it. You got Pittsburgh. Bengals at five Bengals and three, but they're on the. Three. I think the Bengals are yeah, on the downside, downside as well. Mar- Marvin Williams is gonna. I mean. I think I, I did. I Mar- even say that Martin Lewis. Lewis. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. That's he's how he, he, he always survives. Right. He's, he, I mean, yeah. you talk about the Texans sticking with Bill O'Brien. That, no, Bengals that are never guy has some kind of 
he has something on ownership. He's probably a silent owner, just not telling anybody. It's got, he it, probably some, owns the team at there, this point. There's something there's something going on with that. But well, that being said, of course, we have got to go to a break. But after that, we are going to get a little bit deeper into the NFL. Of course, got some big trades for the Packers um, as well. The Eagles made a trade for a wide receiver, get Carson Wentz some help. So we're going to dive a little bit into that and get some predictions for Sunday. So stay tuned. You're listening to Wild Card Sports on Vinyl Draft Radio. More sports talk. This is my manly voice, which actually sounds creepy. Sports. With Will and Trina coming up. Vinyl Draft Radio. Good people of Texas, cast aside the everyday and come as thou art not to the Texas Renaissance Festival. Feast and frolic amongst nobility, barbarians, and magical creatures. Create your own fantasy with clothing, jewelry, and more from hundreds of -of one-of-a-kind shops. The Texas Renaissance Festival, nine weekends of feasting and merriment starting September 29th. Get your tickets now at texrenfest.com. Huzzah! If you have a vehicle registered in Texas, you can join artists like Lyle Lovett, Pat Green, Randy Rogers, and more when you purchase a Texas Music license plate from the Texas DMV. $22 out of the $30 fee goes directly towards the Texas Music Office, which funds music lessons and instruments for under-resourced school children, as well as towards funding live music and community music programs all around the state. Just head to TexasMusicOffice.com or the Texas DMV for more info on how to order your Texas Music specialty license plate. Lamont Brands is a veteran-owned business serving the huge Houston, Clear Lake area and beyond. Their in-house capabilities include screen printing, embroidery, rhinestones, heat press transfers and thermal flex design, as well as e-commerce solutions and on-site fulfillment. If you're looking to brand your business through custom apparel and or promotional products, Lamont Brands should be your first and only call. Lamont Brands is located at 920 Gemini in Houston. Give them a call at 281-286-7553 or visit them online at lamontbrands.com. We the people have a right to superior cocktails and Preamble Lounge and Craft House would like to welcome you to a new cocktail revolution. Our Speakeasy-inspired lounge offers signature craft cocktails in an intimate setting. With a wide selection of high-end spirits, infusions, barrel-aged beverages and cocktails, there is something for every budget. Preamble is located at 20801 Gulf Freeway in Webster and open Monday through Saturday from 4 p.m. to 2 a.m. Preamble Lounge and Craft House, a new cocktail revolution. Wild Card Sports with Will and Trina. Welcome back on in. This is Wild Card Sports. You're listening live on Vinyl Draft Radio. Of course, joined by my awesome co-host, Steven. Steven, again, thanks for coming on. Of course, uh, here, here's your here's your 30 seconds. Tell us why the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl this year. Because we don't have Malcolm Butler to bench this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. It's still, I, can you explain that to me? I, I really still to this day, has there ever been any explanation on why he didn't play? Man, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. For, it's, all, it's, for all the great things that Bill Belichick has done, that is absolutely got to be the easily the dumbest thing he's ever done as a Patriots coach. It's just, man, it, it makes no sense. It's just, it's sad. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is. It, it, but you know what's crazy? Uh, being a fan, watching the Super Bowl, that's the most nervous game for me because they, to be perfectly honest, it seems like it's a completely different team out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if they do it purposely to try to just get nail biters, but it's like teams, like you're going in, you're thinking they should blow that team out with a backup quarterback, man. Yeah. I mean, even though they did what they did, I mean, someone who can expose unprepared or, or just unperforming quarterbacks is Bill Belichick, and he 
had a perfect example to pretty much just shut everything up. Yeah. Uh, and he couldn't do it, man. That's ah. I you you got to give credit to Nick Foles on that one. He had the game, no, I, game, I, of, I, game of the I, century. I definitely do. But th- these are the things that I'm watching as a fan knowing the Patriots. So why in the world do you have Alshon Jeffrey with our third receiver? Actually, I, I mean, our third corner, maybe even fourth. Rowe is terrible. Yeah. I'm sorry. He is terrible. He sucks. And for whatever reason, you have him on their number one receiver mm-hmm. when you should have had Gilmore there the whole time. When they made the switch and put Gilmore over there, Alshon Jeffrey was done. Yeah. But you look at the key deep ball touchdown that they still I got to remind me on these stupid commercials. Those stat casts where it's like there's like a 12 percent catch. And see, I have, man, I don't I don't have live TV. I'm, Money, I'm a Hulu and Netflix guy, so I don't really get to see uh, that crap. But every time I'm watching a football game, I got to be reminded that I'm right. looking at that. Oh man, that terrible defense and that guy scores a touchdown and it's just it's, it reminds me of how stupid sometimes smart people can be. Yeah, no, I I don't know what happened with that game, but looking to the Patriots this year, I guess let's get a, let's get a little into it. One thing I noticed from this past week, uh, I, the Patriots they got to have Sony Michelle. They got to have that yes, running game. Yes, Sony Michelle is yes. such a catalyst to that. They went offense. number one to get him. That's very rare. Yeah. So you know, I don't think they've drafted a running back number uh, in the first round in mm-hmm. Belichick's. Era. I mean, I don't think they've they've had it. I think back, most of those guys have been second or third, but I've never seen a first round running back. Absolutely, yeah. And I, I just think he, he makes the offense so dynamic. I yes. mean, we were talking about it two, three weeks ago. You know, right as about the time they got Josh Gordon. You know, who did Tom Brady have at that point? Because Brandon Cooks was gone. Of course, yep. Danny Amendola. A lot of guys. That I mean, he relied on Philip Dorsett. In his defense, I mean, he was looking like a he was looking like a a, a real first round draft pick at for those first couple of games and now he's kind of fizzled out but I mean he was the guy if you think about it you got Gronk who's not healthy and you got Philip Dorsett mm-hmm. you got Chris Hogan who everybody knows is a deep threat I mean you just you can eliminate that with a mm-hmm. with a decent corner uh it's really Brady has to have time which he didn't have so that was the reason why they were looking like they were looking but like I said bringing in Josh Gordon you got guys that now they have to pay attention to having Sony Michelle back there Outside of, I mean, these guys put a kick returner back there. Yeah. I yeah. mean, uh, Cordell Patterson, bless his heart, man. He tried. He had one little nice run he for did. like 20-plus yeah. yards. I mean, he's got the speed. Uh, but, I mean, that's why you can't have a tall running back yeah. out there because it's easy to to, to go after. I mean, yeah, go, go, yeah, they, you got to have somebody small, compact. Yeah, yeah, you got to have somebody tackles. that can, you know, get low. He can't get low. The guy's almost, he's over six feet. Yeah, no, he, I mean, he adds kind of a nice little, uh, Hit that's you know, the speed burst. Yeah, that's he's, what, that's he's, what got, he's got a nice little, you know, whatever to, you know, throw in there with Sony Michelle. But yeah, you know, watching, like I said, watching the Patriots, it's so obvious they need Sony Michelle. He's such yes. a crucial part to that offense because you look at the defensive side. I mean, you're the Patriots expert on this one, but that mm-hmm. defense, I'm just, I mean, that's nah, not enough to carry. Nah, you. They, they're, I mean, they're, they're going to have to put up a lot of points. But I mean, they've they've had injuries. They're looking at bringing Jamie Collins back. Um, yeah, that was a that trade. I didn't understand it either. Yeah. But hey, it won a Super Bowl after, so mm-hmm. you know. But um. I'm I'm looking at that trade that that can be well they can't do it yeah no. the trade, yeah, the, the trade, trade deadline, deadline was uh, Tuesday oh, yeah, yeah yeah sorry which so whatever reason uh, uh maybe he didn't want to come back he's still mad I don't know <laughs> yeah you can ne- you can never count out the goat though yeah. Tom Brady you can never count him out well I mean they got to the Super Bowl with a number one thirty first ranked defense before so yeah I won't count them out but they still lost <laughs> yeah yeah well yeah I mean defense wins championships and I mean yeah. I think you know I think that's truer than ever I mean, when it comes I mean, to football you look at it the last two Super Bowls they won were at big defensive plays mm-hmm. yeah uh, so Malcolm Butler interception, yeah, and then uh, which one? What are you thinking before that? 
uh, well, the strip sack. The strip sack. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the strip wow. sack. I mean, that's that was the. You're talking about the Eagles. Yeah, strip sack. On no, 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 not no, not the Eagles. Oh, you're talking against Atlanta. The, the Super Bowls, they won. Oh, I see what you're saying. No, the, the ones they lost, yeah, the defense got to them. But. I don't know what I was thinking. I totally forgot about blanked yeah. on the uh, Falcons. Well, that strip sack started, uh-huh. right, and that was right before. Dante the, Hightower, yeah. Yes, that mm-hmm. was right before the Julian Edelman catch. Yeah. Which, oh, my God. That, was, that, that, that has to go down as one of the single greatest catches I've ever seen. Hey man. At least the best catch you've seen in Super if Bowl Julian history. Julian Edelman, see, people don't know this. Julian Edelman was playing corner. For us, mm-hmm. uh, when we had that 31st ranked defense, when that ball dropping punk Wes Welker, <laughs> uh, man, I can't stand that chump, man. Uh, but anyway, oh, yeah. Man. So when he, that's who we should have had catching the ball, yeah. man. That's who we should have had running routes. That yeah. guy, man, I love him. I love quarterback him. in college. What do you say? At a Kent State or something yeah, like that? Man, that's that's yeah, a feel good story, yeah, right? There. That's what you call dynamic. Okay, so yeah, we talked about it. Trade deadline was this past Tuesday. We already talked about the Texans made a trade, fourth round pick to get Demarius Thomas. You saw a couple other trades on it. And we kind of talked about it in the opener. Uh, the Packers trade away their safety, haha Clinton Dix and Ty Montgomery, which I think Ty Montgomery actually got into a little yeah, bit. He, of he technically it. got cut. <laughs> yeah, it was a little different. That being said, I mean, of course, what, I mean, we talked about it a little bit in the beginning. You know, and I saw Stephen A. Smith on ESPN actually talk about this, mm-hmm. talk about, you know, Aaron Rodgers deserves to be traded at this point because yes. that that franchise, I truly believe if you take Aaron Rodgers off that franchise, they're like the Browns of the NFL. I mean, they, they pretty much did. You saw it when they – when he got hurt, uh, was it last year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, last yeah. year. And yeah. he, man, he, he came back early trying uh-huh. to get him in the playoffs. Yeah, with man. the shoulder, yeah. And, yeah I, well, you saw what Brady said. Brady said he'd throw for 7,000 yards if he was in this system. Yeah, yeah, that's true, yeah. And, I mean, I, I completely agree with that because as far as pure arm talent goes – you know, Aaron Rodgers might be have the best arm that we've ever seen in NFL history. Mm-hmm. I mean, the throws that he can make on the run, you know, of course, when he steps into a throw, I mean, he can zip that ball 50, 60 yards in the air easily yes. and on a dot. So, I mean, yeah, it's just unfortunate as a football fan that we haven't seen yeah. Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs as much as we should. Yeah, and, I mean, we've seen him, but you, you look at him go up against better prepared teams. I mean, you think about it, Kaepernick and the 49ers, mm-hmm. the two years that they played, they blew him out. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was that was – 14 to 21 points at sometimes 28 points where they were up on the Packers and you look at Rodgers trying to you know trying to bring the team back but that and that's the problem with overpaying sometimes Mm -hmm. for these quarterbacks if you think about it with Brady Brady doesn't take big contracts yeah because it gets the team more he takes pay cuts and he gets his money and incentives but uh you you look at the teams that 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 goes involved I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers doesn't deserve his money but if then at that point you got to just sit back and be happy like Flacco and shut up. You know, you, <laughs> there, or, go back or, to or or um, in, in in defensive Flacco. So let's we we'll talk about other quarterbacks that took that money. You don't really hear them complain a lot. But Aaron Rodgers is one of the biggest. You know, he's out there talking. But man, you kind of hurt the program when you take the money. But then again, if he doesn't have any any um, how do you say any um, support. Yeah. Then it's like might as well take. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what I was going to say because I mean, at this point, you know, the Packers have have showed an unwillingness to go out there and make the moves to get them better. They they make some questionable moves. You know, you saw them get Martellus Bennett, and then of course this mm-hmm. year get Jimmy Graham, which it just seems very I don't know, just irresponsible because you've noticed over the past five years, uh, you know, since Jermichael Finley, yeah. Aaron Rodgers doesn't throw to his tight end. He, I mean, That's I think true. I think he throws to his tight end like under 10% of the time. Mm-hmm. And you're going to go out there and you're going to trade Jordy Nelson. Uh, you're not even going to consult Aaron Rodgers on this trade. And yeah, you're going to go crazy. out there and you're going to get Jimmy Graham. This, this franchise, like I said, it just shows so much irresponsibility. If there's one guy that you need to be going and talking to about what weapons you're going to get on the offensive side, 
needs to be Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So at this point, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm sitting back. I'm saying, this team doesn't care what I have to think about this. They obviously don't care about championships at this point. So might as well go out there and get my money on that. Yeah, I and I mean, you're right. He, of course, he's done everything that he can do there. Of course, go out there, put up 300 yards a game. But... I don't know. I, I, you know, I'm just annoyed as a football fan because we deserve to see Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. We need yes, to see Aaron yes. Rodgers in another Super Bowl. And, and that's I have, the problem, man. Yeah. We're seeing these mid-tier quarterbacks that are getting on teams. They're building defense, mm-hmm. and these guys are going. Kirk Cousins, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's 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 not even close to an Aaron Rodgers, yeah. as far as performance and performance level. And he gets to get you know get on the give me team of mm-hmm. Minnesota, and he still can't get it right. Yeah. But one thing about that trade that was very interesting they they gave him to the Redskins mm-hmm. who are in, who are, are in the thick of it. Yeah, who are in the thick of it. I mean, first place. Yeah, yeah. So that was a that was an interesting trade. Yeah. I would have put him in AFC. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to see that guy. Exactly. That's a team that if you somehow get to the playoffs at at this point, probably looking at either pro, what probably Vikings. I'm I, I'm tabbing him as division division champs in the in the NFC North. The Bears are number one, right? Uh, I don't know. I think I think the Vikings are still number one in the division. But that being said, okay, so if you're the Packers, you're going to have to go on the road. There's a very very good chance that you have to go to Washington. Yeah, and you play know, against the, the guy that you, and that then you you're trade giving them. them more talent. It just yeah. the the because they're probably no the scariest defense outside of the Bears, but more well-rounded, mm-hmm. scariest defense in the NFC that I can. Well, well obviously, the Rams, of course. Well, yeah. the Rams are not really scary because they lost their, their starting corners. So I think Peters is the only one playing. The t- keeps lead, I think, is out for the year. Oh, really? I didn't. And if even you look at that, points, but, but if you look at points scored, the Rams mm-hmm. are getting scored on. Yeah, a lot. I mean, that offense is actually carrying the team. Mm-hmm. Now that's why they made the defensive trade to get that 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 ta- is the attack or is the defensive end. I think a defensive end. I can't, yeah, yeah, Fowler. I can't, yeah, I Fowler. Fowler. Oh, yeah, Dante Fowler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they they went and got him. So I mean, they're not satisfied with where their defense has been performing because the I mean. Not their, their offense have, have carried them, but also you know Ty Montgomery carried them a little bit too. That's why yeah. he got traded. Yeah, so I goodness. mean, that's their, their defense is not as stout. People are not as afraid of them. Yeah. So I think we'll really see this weekend with New Orleans playing against them. Oh, I'm yeah. really stoked about that. That is, that is going to be a fantastic game. And then you look ahead to it. Of course, my Chiefs are going to be in Mexico City against the Rams here in two weeks. I, I, who, do you, I, who are you taking that guy? I, I think he's got them. The Rams Chiefs. One thing I like about the Chiefs, they picked up is they picked up on that defense. The defense is playing well. Yeah, everybody I mean, was killing them. You're, you're right, that, but they have played some. I mean, they've played some teams. You know, they they got the big win against Jacksonville. Blake Bortles hasn't been playing well. Denver, Case Keenum is struggling, and it's always hard to play Arrowhead. That's the thing with the Chiefs. That defense always rises to the occasion on prime time and when they're at home in Arrowhead. Uh-huh. So if you know if the Chiefs can get home field advantage throughout the playoffs, you know they. they I'm they, hoping that man. Yeah, <laughs> well, I'm like, I mean, look, part of me wants to because I re- I really like Mahomes. That look. He's a Steph Curry yeah. lookalike. Oh, man. yeah. And he's got, he's got that Randy Miles accent, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, man, it's a really good game. I would like to see someone beat him. Uh, but then I'm like, uh, the Patriot fan is like, hey, man, they got to lose because we're tied. Uh, yeah. Well, no, we have, you, you guys have one loss, we have two. Mm-hmm. So we need you guys to lose because we get the tiebreaker. That's true. So I'm like, yeah. ugh. Yeah, I, I, as as a Chiefs fan, yeah, of course, I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic at this point, but. As many playoff debacles as the Chiefs have had in my lifetime, I'm I'm not you know well, not hey, counting my that, chickens before they hatch. Hey, the, sometimes you just gotta wait in life for things that are important. You I waited know, for the Astros. I know. You would have yeah. this. Hey, I'm going on record. Uh, this guy was the first person I'm talking about when Astros were giving away tickets. 
<laughs> I said, hey, man, we got some talent coming up. We got we got some talent in our system. Mark my words. Now, he, he says that a lot. Mark, yeah, that's <laughs> He right. said, mark my words. These guys are going to be a top playoff contender and could possibly win the World Series. So, I, hey, anytime he says something, except for this Joe Flacco crap, <laughs> I'll listen. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for the boat of confidence in me as far as that goes. But, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm hopefully optimistic for my Chiefs. You know, it's a different era. You know, Patrick Mahomes is different than Alex Smith. Man, you've never, you've never had a quarterback like this. That, that's true. With the exception of Montana, obviously. But you've never. But he was on the downside. Yeah, he was we on the for, what, yeah. a year or two. So. Right. Uh, but you've never had someone that, I mean, this guy – he he can be moved to the elite conversation. He he give us two more years of this, maybe three. I'm like, hey, this hey, on pace for 52 in touchdowns three years, this year. I'm gonna go out and say, it, man, in three years, I see him as the best quarterback in the league. Yeah, because I, I see Aaron Rodgers on the downslide. Yeah, and I mean, he's wise. got he's got the arm talent, and you know, as much as I rag on my Chiefs, that you know, one thing they are good at, their player management and getting oh, yes. guys in there. They're gonna get guys. You know, they they went out there, they spent the money on Sammy Watkins, mm-hmm. uh, they drafted Travis Kelsey, got Tyree Kill. They I mean, know think, how to they, they know the, how to put weapons. Yes, around and the Talent that you have, Sammy Watkins. I don't think he's underperformed. I mean, you got Travis Kelsey, who's obviously going to be going to take some of that t- that target share. You got Tyreek Hill, and then you want to run the ball. So, I mean, I think he's doing well for what what he's supposed to be doing. Absolutely. I mean, he had what two touchdowns last game? Uh, Sammy Watkins, yeah, two yeah, touchdowns, 100 100, yeah, hundred plus yards, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, he's definitely fitting in. I mean, they paid him a lot of money, but it seems like it's really paying off and it's worth it at this mm-hmm. point. Okay, so another trade that happened: Golden Tate to the Eagles for a third round pick. Like it? Uh, like it? I, yeah. I agree. I think they're going to put him in the slot and he's going to eat up. Yeah, it's going to be a very dynamic offense, especially Alshon Jeffries. Is Alshon Jeffries back yet? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back. So yeah. absolutely. So you got that. Of course, the run game ha- is struggling now that Jay Ajayi is out for the rest of the year. I was thinking they were going to go go try to get a running back, but yeah, Le'Veon Bell was a, was a guy that you kind of heard the name thrown yeah, around. Yeah, but I but think I think Pittsburgh is probably they're 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 asking for a lot for a guy who yeah. he wants that money guaranteed. And you're looking at the system now. I mean, hey, he has to put a hit out on on Connor, man. Connor's costing Connor, the yeah, money. That's what I, that's what I was about to ask you. I mean, as far as Pittsburgh goes, what do you do? I mean, Le'Veon Bell, I think is set to report here pretty soon. I don't think you pay him. I think he's pissed off the locker room. Uh, yeah, I, I certainly don't think people you pay are mad him. at him. I think the city's mad at him. I think you got to get start? rid of him. Who do you start? Do you do you implement Le'Veon Bell into the but offense? It, but at some people point? don't remember about about the Steelers. They always find good backs. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a point for two years of uh, his name was Fast Willie Parker. Which yeah, is Fast the, Willie Parker, the, the laziest had, uh, nickname. What was his name? You, the guy out of Illinois, Rashad Mendenhall. Mendenhall. Rashad Mendenhall. Yeah. So they always find backs. That is true. So okay, so when Le'Veon Bell gets back, I mean, do you start to implement him back in the offense, or is it Connor's job to lose? I mean, obviously. You, I wouldn't start him. I would make him come off the bench and, and play a little bit, earn that money, um, and then you can go see if you can go deep in the playoffs with him. And you got two backs now. One thing about 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 him, he's missed playoff time, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't just give him the reins and then let your guy Connor lose some of that momentum. I think you play both. Okay, uh, so a little bit of left time left. I want to ask you about two teams. Okay? okay, which team are you more concerned with right now? Uh, they were actually involved in a trade together: Cowboys or Raiders? Raiders coming off a thirty-four to three blowout I, loss against the. 49ers. It's a fire sale over there. They're worried. They're getting ready for the move. They're not really expecting to do anything. I'm surprised they didn't trade Derek Carr. I am too. Uh, Cowboys. Uh, I'm. They're sitting there. With yoke on their face like gosh these guys if we have just waited you know we could have probably got you know they look like idiots but now, giving man, a first I, round I pick like, up for amari cooper i like amari cooper so i, I want to see he's him not do with well first. he's not he's not uh, yeah, he's and, not man and, and i mean you look at these other trades golden tate uh i think i uh i wanted to i looked this up the other day and i'll find it on here real quick but if you look at the stats uh for demarius thomas and uh golden tate versus amari cooper this year at least 
I, I mean, think when Golden Tate's number one, right? Yeah, Golden Tate. Be. Okay, so Golden Tate has 44 receptions, 517 yards, three touchdowns. Okay. Eagles got him for a third-round pick. Mm-hmm. Demarius Thomas, 36 receptions, 402 yards, three touchdowns, got him for a fourth-round pick. And Amari Cooper, 22 receptions, 280 yards, only one touchdown. Cowboys gave up a first-round pick for him. Oh, wow. Come yeah. on, Jerry. I know. Come Jer- on, Jerry. Yeah, Jerry. All right, uh, a couple quick predictions uh, for this week before we head on out of here. Rams Saints Sunday at 325. Who you got? Man, I, I want to see the Saints beat them. Absolutely. Okay. Who that? Who that? All right, Pack Patriots Sunday night football. Oh, man, Pats. We, did we, owe them a, we owe them a victory from that screw job a couple of years ago uh, with that hold on on Revis. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we're, 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 we're taking uh, the game. Okay, and then last one, Cowboys-Titans big Monday night football game. Both of those teams are on the Come on, slide. Amari. I'm calling it now 200 yards two touchdowns uh, so i should start him in fantasy this week is what you're if saying if you got him start him oh all right you got, you got malcolm butler you know he he got benched in the super bowl so he, he can't cover anybody that's right well you oh heard it God. here first amari cooper 200 yards write it down steven said hey, it. No, 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 if you're gonna write it down dude do, do 130 130 130 if you're gonna write it down, write it down. 130 okay so amari cooper he's set for 130 yards on yeah. sunday so make sure you tune in or monday night football actually i'm sorry well, that's all the time we have for today. Steven, as always, thank you again for joining me. Thank uh, you. Thank we'll be you. back next week. Of course, uh, Texans will be, I guess, on their way to their bye week after their game against Denver. Oh, we didn't even give a prediction for that. Denver Texans. Who you got? Ah, let's go Texan. Yeah, that's right. Come on, come They'll on, to get that six straight win. Come on, to but yeah, make sure you tune in next week. Of course, we'll have be one more week in. Of course, hopefully the Rockets will turn that around, get the ship righted on that. Um, as well, of course, the Astros will probably have a few interesting moves. Have declined a few player options. We'll get into that next week as well. But again, thank you guys so much for joining us. You've been listening to Wildcard Sports on Vinyl Draft Radio.